We got some time before the end of the session in the week. Let's talk stocks and hear some picks. Mark Travis is back with us, joining us from Intrepid Capital Funds, where he's the CEO. Uh, so, Mark, uh, let's get right to the uh, point here, okay? I see IAC connected to MGM. Seems like you're willing to step out in the recovery trade a little bit here. Well, I think the, the biggest part of IAC is their 84% interest in Angie's. Uh, right now, they're trying to consolidate the brand Angie's and Home Advisor, and they get you know 32 million uh, requests a year for services. And um, I think that between that and their 17% interest in MGM and other um, you know dot-com related assets, that the shares are at a material discount to a private market value that's in the you know mid 160s higher or even higher and i think barry diller and joey levin have done a great job in you know spinning off these things and uh creating value if you look over the last five or six years kind of iac and their spins the total return is somewhere around 550 600 percent versus 100% return of the S&P. So they, they've done a great job for shareholders. And um, I think I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep watering that flower, so to speak. Now, uh, Mark, do you think that, uh, is, is there an implication here that they would uh, go private? So when you say private valuation, you think that would be a potential uh, reality for this company? Um, I, when, I, when I say private market valuation, I'm just saying if a, what do you think uh, it's worth? You know, KKR or somebody came along and said, what's this business worth? Right. And well, do you think somebody's going to do that? It? Somebody might buy them out? I have, I have no in, indication that's in the works, okay. Oliver. Um, I think that's just kind of an internal thing that we would do, which is quite simply ask, what do we think this business is worth mm. based on its uh, balance sheet and its free cash flows? And that's kind of the number we've come up with. What about, uh, I mean, it's trades like it is, uh, you know, return to normal stock. It uh, just started ripping after vaccines in November. The thing went from 80 bucks to 180 at the highs as recently as June and then pulled back at the same time all these cruise airlines pulled back. I mean, I, I guess you would argue that that shouldn't be the main driver of the stock uh, as uh, there's more kind of a secular trend story perhaps for Angie's List, right? Well, and keep in mind, they've spun off Vimeo uh, back in May. So I, I don't know if that figures into your calculation mm. there or not. But so, um, you know, I think we have a mix of kind of, oh, my God, here we go to Delta lockdown, COVID lockdown, uh, like a Beckel, for example, that sells Jose Cuervo, which has done quite well uh, with buy, buy tequila and take it home and drink it. Yeah. Um, or somebody <laughs> like IAC, which... Again, they've got, uh, I should mention, Dot Dash, which allows people with real kind of narrow verticals and, and advertisers to really very, uh, you know, precisely target their ads at, at a more effective rate for um, whoever they're selling for. Mm. You know, if you go to I Want Recipes, they have precisely the thing a cook would need uh, advertising pop up for them as opposed to a more generic uh way of trying to attract customers. All right. Um, hey, Mark, uh, let's talk about the cannabis play, one that we've discussed before, True Leave, ticker TCNNF, uh, and uh, pretty interesting 
uh, trade here over the past year, we've seen a little bit of uh, kind of variance within some of the cannabis stocks. As far as the overall move goes, it's still double almost where it was in October, uh, but a pretty steep pullback here the last six months as well as the pot plays have just been struggling. Why do you think that is? Well, I want to make a distinction for viewers, Oliver, between Canadian producers and American producers and multi-state operators. True Leaf is listed on a minor exchange currently in Toronto, but is uh, what we call MSO, multi-state operator. Its origins are in my home state of Florida, based in Quincy, just west of Tallahassee. But if you look at the report yesterday, year-over-year -year growth is phenomenal, close to 80% revenue growth. Uh, margins may be a little bit less than street specs, but still 68%. Uh, and it, hardly a day goes by when you don't see another state legislature at least passing uh, medical marijuana. Um, what I think is swinging the shares around and other uh, MSOs that we would own um, is the safe banking bill that uh, Schumer is going to put forth. And really what that's gonna do is, is allow them to deduct uh, bit, you know, legitimate business expenses, which they can't now. Mm -hmm. the, the code is called 280E. Um, and so that'll help their free cash flow. But the other part of it is twofold, which is just a safety factor. You, you take a True Leaf store in Jacksonville Beach, Florida doing 12 or $15 million in revenue, they've gotta get that cash out of that store yeah. with great regularity. So it's a, it's a safety factor for the community. Mm. Then the last part is the, the decriminalization piece of it. Um, and, and that may may take longer. But so I, I think it's it's working its way through. We've now got, I believe, 35 or six states with some degree of, of pass, you know, passing either rec or, uh, you know, rec and medical, probably medical first. Um, and these businesses, um, are, are phenomenal. I would describe them as one of the analysts here talks about it as like cartel-like profits. <laughs> so um, it's it's really been phenomenal to watch over the last you know 12 to 18 months. Okay, Marco, we'll be looking at the stock here, trying to uh, maybe stabilize, turn around, and we'll keep our eyes on IAC as well. Good to catch up. Thank you, Mark Travis, for being here. Thank you, Oliver. Have a yes, great sir. afternoon. You too. Mark's president and CEO at Intrepid Capital Funds.